Welcome back. Here we are after a long hiatus. Bet Online Salute Detroit podcast is back. Long time no see. I hope you guys enjoyed all the holidays we missed. Valentine's Day, uh, spring, the rain is finally done in SoCal. Happy Easter. Anything else I missed, happy to you that too. Passover, all that good stuff. We have made a restructure to the show. We have we now have a co-host. I know Brian's been helping us out as we've been doing the top 10. We're going to stray away from the top 10 for a little bit. I would like to introduce to you guys also a fellow Trojan. We were there together. We weren't classmates. I'm going to show this embarrassing picture of uh dang. Let's see if I can block it. I can't block it. Hold on. <laughs> I'll take the thing down. You guys need to see this picture of her. I want to I will I will tell you guys this. And correct me if I'm wrong. I will say this. I've seen her break her personal record on the hurdles. That's she right there. Can you see it? I can't see it. Go a little closer. Oh, it's getting there. You remember that? Oh Who's that back there on the sub-board? Back there in our young days. What with the Santa Barbara for Labor Day. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so we are fellow Trojans. Um, Like Phil was back in the day. She's also going to get upset. She's very outspoken. Very athletic. She could get over hurdles like nobody I've ever seen in my life. I will tell you this. One time we were at an ST track meet and you ran the hurdles. I don't know if it was my freshman year or my sophomore year, but you like had the top time in the nation right now. And you were, you just got so excited. Like at that point, you was like, boom, Candace Davis, top, top time in the nation. He was like, what? Like, so yeah, Stellar performance. There's something magical about that campus that all of us, I mean, even on our average day, we're better than the rest of the nation. That is correct. We're still continuing those traditions. Right. So, like I said, this is Candace Davis, fastest woman on the hurdles I ever met. Were you ever All-American? I don't want to say you were All-American if you weren't All-American. And I don't want to, you know, people come out come seven, at you. Seven-time All-American. Seven-time All-American. In college, yeah. Were you Olympian? I was not, so I'm a world champion, though. So every four years, they have an Olympics. Every two years, they have a world championships. Every four years, people in America care about track and field. All of our lives, we care about track and field. <laughs> so two-time world champion, now my co-host, Candace Davis, fellow Trojan. This is going to be fun. Candace. I am so happy to have you. I'm geeked. First thing we're going to talk about here is, and we're kind of, you kind of, the idea just popped in my head when you, like, was talking about it, so we're going to talk about it on here. Let's get your opinion about it. So, SC two years ago was not the SC we knew, not the SC when we were there, not the SC nobody knows about. We bring in Lincoln Riley. We had a better year. I feel like we were ahead of schedule, like I said in the past shows, like I've always said. What are your opinions on where SC – I'm going to ask you three questions. You can just answer them in any order. What are your opinions now on where SC is now? Where SC is going, and how do you feel about the Lincoln Riley Lincoln Riley hire? You know, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it 100. I, I I'm very sentimental, and all my USC people like we're we're family like it's Trojan for life. And I know because I'm married to a Bruin, and they really are Bruins for four years. So let's that's un, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry you did that. <laughs> I don't know why you made that mistake. <laughs> oh well, you know I'm a, I'm a true Midwest girl. So when I grew up, when I came out there, Michigan Ohio State was like the realest rivalry I ever knew. When I got to USC and UCLA, I was like, oh, this is like a thing. But um, I mean, I'm I'm spoiled. My first game ever, you know, I grew up going to games at the Big House. 
You know, Tom Brady was a quarterback when I was in high school. Then I come out here the first game. I feel like Reggie Bush had like five touchdowns against Fresno State. And I'm like, bro, what is happening? People were sleeping in the stands because they're like, this isn't this isn't real. So, you know, and I was fortunate. Like I had a different experience. I just wasn't a fan. I was in the weight room with you guys. We were doing, you know, two days out on the hot turf, burning up. So my connection to you all is like, these are my bros out here playing. People often say, oh, you didn't go to, you didn't play football there, but I did every workout they did besides X's and O's. So this, this connection to Ogeron, Sarkeesian, um, Pete Carroll, like what you mean? Those were the guys. I will that- cut you off on this real fast. Go ahead. People, you, and you have to go to SC to understand this. SAAS builds a family and <laughs> athletic community. If you don't, oh, if you heard about a person coming in or you hear a name, eventually you will meet that person at SAAS, no matter what year you are in school, because you have to come down there to get your check. Go yeah. get some red vines from Monica. Vine. <laughs> yeah, go get the red vines from Monica. Like SAS is everything. And I think that foundation and the fact that it was in the basement, so you had to go down had there. To. You had to go down there. I think the way they had SAS then, like that's what created the family amongst athletes. Because when you think about it, we knew swimmers, we knew golfers, we knew rower, people who were on the crew Rowers. team, yeah. right? Like we knew tennis tennis players. Like everybody knew everybody. We might have not been best friends, but like you see on the campus, you're like, oh hi, like how you doing? Like everything's good. Like you yeah. you you knew the wave. Like so. Just S A A S was everything to create. It was like it was like the nine o. It was like the nine o of school. It was the nine o of school. Like, oh, what are you doing down here? You're a junior, man. This class is kicking my ass. (laughs) I needed to get help. I got to get help. So go ahead. Lined up up at Emily's door, like, bro, your time is done. (laughs) Yes, my turn. Yeah, go go ahead and finish. I had I had to catch up. No, but that's important. And I visited, like, you know, from from Vanderbilt to UCLA, and I'm not knocking or throwing any shade, but it's just a different feel. So when you say SASS, like, that's where us where a typical athlete would say, like, a student union or whatever. But yeah, that community. So you know, going into the weight room and seeing Lane Kiffin doing like. Rose with the weights, like I'm like these are my guys. So, you know, Lincoln Riley's gonna have to earn a little a, a special place in my heart, and that was hard because we were just winning. And when I say we, like I was in the weight room with y'all from the, you know, Brian Cushion to to walk on Matthew Claiborne. So there's just a different connection that we were really family, and you guys built this foundation where we had to make our own protein shakes. <laughs> yeah. So now, <laughs> right. like we had to make our own protein shakes with a Dixie cup. Now you walk in that boy, it's got I written it this way. So there's a bit of like, you know, Pete, he built this foundation and he walked away from it. And, and now there's stuff that's growing, but I'm having a hard time um, with the buy-in. I feel like Lincoln has some great things to offer. I also feel like he's going to bring some great talent. And I think he's great for SC. My concern is, is this his destination or is he trying to hop, skip his way to the NFL? So I would say this. I think, especially with the Cliff Kingsbury thing happening, <clears throat> I think Lincoln Riley is a college coach. Okay. There are there are some people who are just college coaches, um, and I think Lincoln is a college coach. Now, okay. here's the thing. Two things can happen, right? He can go on, win national championships, and, and, and achieve everything at SC, and he will get that love because at the end of the day, even though the Rams are here, SC is always LA's team. Always. Right? SC will always be LA's team and he will be loved forever. Front row seats at the Laker game, sending ovations at Dodger Stadium. Wherever he goes, he will be the man. 
right? And <clears throat> you think so? I think so. Pete had I don't it. Know. I feel like he kind of redhead stepchild to my boy Pete. I'm just right, say but, that. but that's but, cool. He got time. But you have to understand also, like before Pete, there was John McKay, right? Okay. Right, and Pete had to live up to John McKay, like, and Pete lived up to John McKay. And now Lincoln has the ability to do it. He has the potential to do it. He has the skills to do it. For sure. He just has to do it, right? Absolutely. So, I so I, I, I'm willing to get, like, when Lincoln got hired, everybody I talked to, that I still talk to from my team was like, I love it. I love it. And I was the same way. Like, I love it. Let's see what this, this is actually finally a good hire. And I think Lincoln is a college guy and he wants to stay in college. What people don't know is Pete always wanted to get back to the pros. Right. After every season, we're like, well, Pete's in Miami interviewing. Like, <laughs> is it going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, well, Pete's here. He's interviewing. Like, is this finally going to happen? Like, so, like, we knew Pete always wanted to get to the pros, but Pete was just such a great guy, and he's always transparent with us. Like, we understood yeah. his goal, right? I don't know how transparent Lincoln is with his players because I'm not in the team room to, to, to discuss that or understand, but hopefully he is transparent. But from the outside looking in, He's a college guy, especially bringing Cliff back. Cliff is getting paid six figures to hang out with his friend and talking football. Cliff is I mean, probably like, and yeah. Let me clarify his resume, his talent, his dedication, his execution—all there. I'm just being sentimental. Like Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll and Keyshawn Johnson used to hold my dogs on Howard Jones Field. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. So, like your boy Lincoln, this is the invitation. I'm gonna have to sit down with you. We're gonna have to break some bread because I want to. When I when we go hard, we go hard. So it's just a bit of spoiled, you know. You you see Pete Carroll, you like, oh, he'll invite me to a bar mitzvah. When I see Lincoln Riley, I'm like, bro, I don't fly on private jet. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm still on. I'm in low class economy. So right. I I mean, I'll give him the time to build that relationship. I'm happy that we are in a rebuilding, and I think that he is that guy to to you know steer the ship. Right, I I appreciate that. So I I will say this before we go. Uh, so the Troy podcast is brought to you by Ben Online. It is playoff season for basketball. We also have the USFL. We also have soccer games. We have golf matches. We have a big fight this weekend. We have Tank and Garcia fighting this weekend. Go in, put your bets in, use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V, and you will receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit match. Go in, put your bets in. If you are a sports gambler, do it. Great site. Everybody in my family uses it. They love it. I put them all on it. They got the code, match their money. I can't tell you the winning bets, but <laughs> I will tell you this. It's a great site, and we stick by it. So leading into that, let's talk about the spring game. So there were two rumblings in the spring game. So last year, they filled the Coliseum up, right? And I'm going to piggyback on this. You have to understand L.A., to know to know what LA is doing, right? So last year they filled it up, and everybody filled it up because they there was a new toy in town. They wanted to go see Lincoln, mm-hmm. right? So <clears throat> with that being said, this year wasn't quite wasn't quite as big as everybody expected it to be. Why do you think that was? It's just that everybody's seen the new toy already. Also on top of that, it was the first day of sun. We've been getting rain like no other. Okay. Talking November to March rain. Wow. Okay. We, you know what I mean? Like rain all of February, all of January, rain all of March, right? First day out. Most people in LA is not, and it was 80 degrees last weekend. Most people in LA is not going to sit in the Coliseum and watch a spring game, right? Like you have to be a true diehard 
just sit in there and watch a, a spring game. I would have gone just because of my ties. I want to see it. Um, but I had other issues, other family prior engagements, which it is what it is. On the other hand, people are still buzzing about the Trojans. So they're still buzzing. They like what they saw on defense. I'm going to tell you this. The defense is still a little shaky to me. Okay. And the defense was the biggest problem last year. Offense wasn't any problem. We got another number in the end zone. Caleb Williams won a Heisman. We got the top receiver in the Pac-12 transferred to SC. Got Mario Williams back. Got a slew of receivers. Right? Got Taj Washington back. We put Relique Round in the slot. We got a, a very good running back from South Carolina. Uh but uh, Marsh- real USC. He came to the real USC, right? Um, Marshawn Brown, I believe his name is. So the offense is the offense is picking up where it left off. Defensively, they picked up transfer. They got a running back. They got a couple of interior D linemen. But schematically, from what I saw, it's still questionable. And Candace, I'm going to tell you this. I am Alex Grinch, the defensive coordinators. I am his biggest critic. Okay. His biggest critic, and like we're gonna watch game film on this podcast. Okay. There's gonna be a lot of stuff on this podcast that you're gonna see, and I just don't think he made the change schematically. They went and got better players, but they didn't make their defense better, if that makes sense. So saying with that athletically, they're better. Schematically, they're still the same, and that's not gonna make you better. And I am not going to critique it. I'm not going to judge it. I'm going to wait to see. So I'm do you feel like, I mean, when I hear you say athleticism, does that outweigh what the scheme is? Because kids can mean, you know, talent is talent. They make big plays. Or are you feeling like if they don't have the right <clears throat> direction, they're going to be boxed in? So when they play the likes Colorado, Stanford, bottom of the Pac-12, Hold right. on, you got Deion Sanders in Colorado. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> hey, but, sold, but hey, but Colorado spring game sold out. It so did we- sell out. And why did it sell out? Because there was a new toy in town. But this when they when, when they go three and nine and Dion's gonna have to bench his son, then everybody's gonna say, Oh my god, like you Don't know what I mean? Like, like, so Colorado's still Colorado. Like Colorado. It's a space school. They're the top NASA university in the nation. You're not just you're not just getting anybody to come into Colorado. Colorado. So it's just when you like I was saying, when you play the bottom of the Pac-12, the bottom of the Pac-12, they're gonna look great, right? Okay. But when you have to play Utah and you have to play UCLA and you have to play Oregon this year, Back those Back those. Back. That, that that those are the games when everybody is just as fast. This this is the best comparison I could give you, right? You run against people at Washington State, you blow by them, right? When it's time when it's time for you to go to Oregon for the Pac-12 championship, wow. you're winning by a tenth of a second. You know oh, what I'm saying? You, like you fit and pull a hamstring trying <laughs> to get to the pylon. <clears throat> so there's so there there's there's a big difference in play. Like when it comes to Jimmy's and Joe's, and you got two Joe's on the field. That's when scheme steps in. Like, oh, this isn't sound. Well, it's not sound because they're just as good as you. So when they play teams just as good of them, as them, that's where the issue is going to come in. But our, but USC is low, like, and you'll remember this. Like, we had Reggie Bush, but Desmond Reed would have been starting anywhere else. 
So now I'm kind of like with with the attractiveness of this new toy in town, he's sucking up talent that would be starting elsewhere. Right. I get that part, but that's on offense. Okay. You get what I'm saying? They have three running backs on offense that could play anywhere in the nation and be legit. Not taking that. They have six receivers that could play anywhere in the nation and be legit. They have a quarterback that is defending his Heisman trophy. Right? On defense, they gave up 40 points a game. Yeah, defense wins championships <laughs> in any sport. Let's just keep that with 100. <laughs> on de- yeah, on defense, on defense, they gave up 40 points a game. How Ooh. how do you win giving up 40 points a game? Like with, with it, Caleb putting up 100 points a game? Well, but it all came to a head last year right, when that, they that played in they, they, well, not even the bowl game, the Pac 12 championship. Oh right? Yeah. Oh, Caleb yeah. It Caleb got hurt. Now it was time for the defense to step up. They couldn't do it. The bowl game, you got Mac players running past the SCD. Stop. Stop. I mean, that's that's right. Right. And I will say this. They went and fixed that. They fixed that part. They they went and got better players. They got the linebacker out of Oklahoma State, who's a dude, middle linebacker, tackles everything. They got Khalil Brown, who is a dude. He is fast. He'll run sideline and sideline and get it. But when you're playing Oregon <clears throat> or when you're playing UCLA, no matter how bad UCLA is, UCLA is going to play well when it's time for the battle of Victorville. When the bill's on the line, UCLA is going to play well, well, no matter what the record is, right? So when it comes down to that, how much change is really going to happen if you never change schematically? Like, he did not fix the problem. But like I said, defensively, I'm just going to wait and see. I'm willing to wait and see, like, all right, I'm not going to judge you here. I noticed you didn't change your scheme. You got dudes running around the edge on you in the spring game. Nobody's catching it, but I'm catching it. Like, you have no edge still, dude. Like, yeah. but let's wait and see. Okay. And let's let's see how this thing plays out. That's okay. how I feel about the spring game. Were you able to were you able to watch it? Yeah, I caught some clips of it. Obviously, for those that don't know, I'm located in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So it's saturated with the team that's close to here. Um and it's a bit of a tug of war, but I was able to catch some glimpses of it. And then I watched some highlights of it uh, the last couple of days because I'd be, I'd be like yearning for it. I literally live about six miles from the big house. And, you know, that's a, that's a bit of my DNA. But I grew up in L.A. I grew up a Trojan. And I just be like feeling some type of way about seeing the big house all the time. So any little bit, any little touch I get to see with USC, um, I catch it. Well, you're in luck because SC's going to the Big Ten. Hey. <laughs> like a dream come true when i got recruited and i was like usc michigan i was like yeah the palm trees are looking real nice and then uh my career um developed out there and then you know we're just trojans for life so now i used to have to fly to coliseum to catch them i'm going six miles and i'm going to be in there acting a complete fool so how far are you from east lansing uh, i'm about 45 minutes like a true 45 minutes like like <laughs> 45 minutes, not 45 minutes on the 405 to Santa Monica. I got you. So, yeah. Okay. So, you if they were to play East Lansing, you could also see them in East Lansing. Oh, I'm going to both. I'm going with everything. I'm, I mean, I'm acting a complete fool. And but you like, married. Actually, people are always like, did you actually go to USC? I'm like, did you actually pay to go to Michigan State? Like, don't, come <laughs> don't come for me. Yeah. So, that's how that works. So, I'll, let, let's, let's, before we transition to that, I just want to let you know something. So, okay. <laughs> so so I have to be on the job site 5.30, right? So I get up early, wake up 
I don't eat breakfast, right? By the time oh, nine o'clock hits, smoking like a champion. <laughs> I'm not a champion. By the time nine o'clock hits, it's it's over. I'm starving. I'm hungry. I'm already hit a wall. Well, so you've I been just, up for a whole half a day. <laughs> so what I do is I decide to start taking Athletic Greens. So okay. Athletic Greens, wake up in the morning, go in the refrigerator, dump in Athletic Greens. It has all the vitamins, all the minerals, fills you up full of vitamin D. Uh, it helps with cost. It's a supplement. It has $100 worth of supplements in Athletic Greens. It gets me through the day, keeps me full until lunchtime, which we eat lunch at 11 o'clock because we start earlier. Right. And I'm able to get through my day. No more wall. You have a chance to experience that same situation. You go to athleticgreens.com backslash salute to Troy. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune support vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Like I said, all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com backslash salute to Troy. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash salute to Troy to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance so where was athletic greens when i was in you at la traffic okay <laughs> i need some back you know what i'll take back back pay i'll take reparations <laughs> athletic greens go ahead i'll take them all I right can, i can get a lot go ahead so when we went to school we struggled we ate our dinner at the Galen center same thing every single week got that our check yeah, got our check, got our check. We had to make it due until what was it? What was paid at the twenty eighth or something like that? Like the twenty sixth or twenty eighth. Yeah. yeah, got our check, <laughs> got our little check. Had to make everything due. Now, not only get, not only, not only now, not only are their stipends cost of attendance, they're now getting nil deals where they're getting paid for school. I, I definitely think my boy Matt Leinart slid me a to-go plate a couple times because at that time, only football players were eating in the Galen Center. Track and field wasn't. So I'm just saying, you know, I was getting crumbs. How do you feel about NIL? I have mixed feelings. Well, well, well-deserved, long-overdue NCAA criminals have been making a bajillion and one dollars, and it's, about, it's time. The protection for the athletes. You know, if they never pan out to be a professional. Um, and when we talked about it in school, it was like, how would you decide? Well, now I think it's great that the schools aren't the ones paying them. It's private entities. Right. Right. And so I remember, and it was very, very brief talks. They were like, oh, yeah, they should start paying the athletes. And we're like, started rubbing our palms a little bit, but then like, <laughs> It'll go yeah, and then it'll go away. It went away, right? So now these dudes are getting paid. The reason why I ask you that is because NIL has a lot to do with recruiting now, right? So I don't know if you remember this rule, but let's just say we'll just throw anybody. Snoop. Snoop sees us. Oh, hey, yeah. hey, I got front row seats to the Laker game. I want to take you to the Laker game, right? We'll look at each other like, hell yeah, but then we have to step back, think, go talk to compliance, figure it all out, and the final answer will be, nope, you can't do it. That's cool, because Snoop's going to hang out at the dudes with your boys <laughs> Ellis and everybody anyways, but I get yeah. your point. I get your point. But now, Snoop walks up to him and say, hey, you want to sit front row? We can sit front row with no problem. I do think that there is a, there's going to be a big shift because 
Would you prefer to be a celebrity anywhere else in America besides <laughs> Miami? No, just think about it. Besides Miami or LA. Just what think about it. No, no. Like out of all the states, out of all the oh, states, yeah. all the cities besides the two of Miami and LA, would you want to be a celebrity anywhere else? No, maybe. I don't know. Nowadays, <laughs> maybe. Nowadays, like, yeah, but I know I, I get your point for sure. Like LA, it's the center of the entire galaxy. Right. So with that being said, Georgia had a freshman last year and he did pretty well in the national championship. Like he killed it. Two sacks, something like that. Big dude. Yeah. Bear Alexander. Bear Alexander has entered the transfer portal after spring ball at UGA. All of the fronts are saying he's a shoe in to go to USC. He's a shoe in to go to USC. If he goes to USC, SC gets way better on defense. Like way they better. Just got better on defense. So then that does that mean that you're messing with your, your defensive guy or are you still it doesn't change anything schematically. He's just okay. going to be a beast that tears up the middle, right? It doesn't change anything schematically. I will tell you this. Bear Alexander is 6'3", 305 pounds. This dude is a monster. Two sacks in the national championship. Is he native to the South? He's from Texas, actually. Oh, so he cornfed boy. He, he he's, he's solid. Steak and potatoes. Like, he's, he's from Texas. Oh, he he moves fast. He's a Cedric Ellis 2.0. Put it like that. Okay. To relate to you, he's Cedric Ellis 2.0. Wow. Him going to SC makes everything a lot better. Now, I will tell you this. I will, I'm just going to ask you this question. How do you think he's getting to SC? On a private jet. What <laughs> makes – that's one – what makes him want to go to SC? You just won the national championship. You 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 are a starter on the defending national championship team. Why are you hauling ass and getting out of Georgia to go to SC? I mean, if you're bright, let's just keep it real. If you're bright and if you've ever been to Athens, Georgia, because that's where it is. I thought, yeah. like, oh, Atlanta, turn up. No, it's Athens. Way up um, north. The reality of it is if you're if you are a, a bright person, it's football is incredible there, but the his, the history, the connection, that whole Trojan for life, that connection with football like is forever. Not to mention there's sunny beaches, there's palm trees, there's the Beverly Center. You might catch Chris Brown on Melrose. Like there's this star studded element that no one can compete with. And with right. a name like Bear, he's gonna get all the money in LA. <laughs> There you go. You just said it. He's gonna get all the money in there. There's already, I mean, like, well, the name like Bear, right? He could, he could instantly, instantly take the name Bear and just make money off of it, right? I got something for you. You ready for this one? You, some people are gonna might turn off the radio on this one. So I'm married to a Bruin, Brian Price, nose tackle. He did want to go to USC, but it was a whole nother thing. So we cool on that. But wait, he went to Crenshaw, right? Crenshaw High School, original. Um. So my youngest son, his name is Bruin. And let me tell you about this strategy. So in 18 years, UCLA is going to be thanking a Trojan for everything that he's going to do. Or <laughs> he's going to UCLA. I mean, he's going to USC. And USC, UCLA is going to have to get beat by a Bruin. By so a Bruin. that strategic was already put in the universe. So I know what they're going to do with that boy, Bear. Yeah. So, so I mean, 
and like you said, it's all it's straight nil deals, right? Like you got to get that bread. Like why? Like that's and it goes back to the question: Why would you want to be anywhere else other than LA or Miami? Like it's so easy now. Like why would you want to be like? It's easy. Like yeah, I'll go to SC. Well, it's cool. All right, let's talk money. What can you do for me? You know what I mean? Like how? I mean, how let's just keep it one hundred. We kind of okay. Well, Ann Arbor did. We talked about this a little bit. Chris Webber. They kind of initiated that, mm-hmm. originated it, and then USC perfected it. So now well, something. The SEC perfected it because the SEC been doing it for a long time. Yeah, they under the radar because they nobody <laughs> trying to live in Mobile, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> That, so they've been doing, and, and like when you think about it, right? So here's a good comparison. Ready? Reggie Bush stepdad took a house, was getting paid by his agent. This Allegedly. Alleg- I mean, if he, if he did or if he didn't, he, right? Cam Newton's stepdad took a church and money to go to Ole Miss. Reggie Bush, as he takes the second biggest death penalty since, since SMU. Cam Newton, Cam Newton. And loses his Heisman, right? Cam Newton, on the other hand, plays at Auburn in the SEC conference. And all he does is his dad is banned from games. The same offense. And his dad is banned from games as he's just now recovering from what they put on, on them from the Reggie Bush thing. They that had makes- to go for the, because they had to go for the juggler because we're that good, because we're that star-studded. You understand right. what I'm saying? And then not only are we recovering and rebuilding, you got a Heisman Trophy winner with no defense. <laughs> a Heisman Trophy winner. And, and, and this theory, it's my theory. You probably, you might agree with it. California is not supposed to be good at, at football, right? And when they're constantly good. I think football, I do not think of California. And when every time the team comes out of California and they're really good, they're like, hold on, they must be doing something wrong. Now you can't do anything wrong. You want to come here, we'll give you the dollars, we'll give you the cents, let's come, let's win this national championship. The problem is that nobody can keep up with SC and nobody understands the monetary value that SC has. People just don't understand it. They think it's just a small private school in the middle of South Central and like, you know what I mean? But like, now realizing they didn't bought up everything from USC to the was it crypto? Now it was the Staples yeah Center. from the Staples Center all the way down to to the Coliseum. Like that's all they they're buying everything. And like, and I always tell people when I went to school there, everybody had a Mercedes, an Audi, a Lexus, <laughs> uh, the top Jeep. Like, and these were I had a, a Honda, I had a Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I, so I, I rode in a Mercedes once or twice. But and like I remember, like I, I was just talking about this this past weekend. I had a friend and her sister went there, and, and then I will tell you this now. You ready for this? Tuition now at SC is ninety thousand dollars. Right. So I had a friend thousand U.S. dollars. Yes, I had a friend who went to SC, and her sister also went there. So back then it was forty five. So that was ninety thousand dollars in tuition was due. They walked over to the cashier, paid it all right there, paid it all I for the semester. Friends, yeah, I had friends whose parents were like writing checks and giving them like full on checks. I'm like, my mama write a check is going to be a serious problem. <laughs> but yeah, and then you would have my friends would be like, they're reading extra spending money, and I'm like, what? 
Right. Yeah. Right. I remember when they needed the dorm deposit. My mom was like, "Well, will they take a post dated check?" Like I can get, I can write it for the fifteenth, but don't cash it until the fifteenth because right. But see, like, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this. Like, I'm not a Lincoln Riley hater at all. I'm 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 for whatever's good, but like the rules have now changed. Like your boy Pete, Matt, and and Reggie were do everything they had. It didn't affect their play. It wasn't like they were Barry Bonds in it, right? Right. So now you got a new set of rules for a new high fashion, um, high profile coach. So the barriers and boundaries that he had, I mean that Pete had. Lincoln doesn't have the sky is the limit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So th- there's where it's blending like, y- yeah, you're good, but you got a new set of rules. Right. And I, those new set of rules should, should work in his benefit. If right? not, he's going to be right back in Norman, Oklahoma. Cause if you <laughs> can't get it done with a hundred million, we've been that problem. Right. So yeah, that's what is, that's what it all came down to. But this bear Alexander thing is like the, the precipice of the NIO, the transfer portal. This right here is everything that the NCAA did not want to happen. Be- they didn't want to happen because he's going to SC now. If this dude did this and he went to Alabama, maybe Texas, or even Oregon, even if he went to Oregon, it'll be oh, this is why we did it. But now, like you're starting to see fires starting to blaze. Like, wait, why is he going there? Oh, they were tampering with him. This and that. No, the kid put himself in the transfer portal. We are the best school. When you look at articles of everybody who transferred, they're like, this university is one of the best places I've ever been in my life. Like, <laughs> this university is one of the best places I've ever been in my life. Like, it's it's amazing here. And a lot of people don't understand that. They just think that it's a bunch of spoiled people. But actually, those rich kids are kind of cool. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, I was going to school with, like, Walmart's granddaughter and someone on, like, the hills. But even besides that, it's very special and it is exclusive. Like you're talking about, I think it's like a 16% exception. I mean, um, acceptance rate. So yeah. there's just that fine line of like, not just athletes, but like that was the final choice for me it was like, I knew I could grow more as a person. And I had some real hard times being 2000 miles away from home, but the growth I had and the challenges at USC, like I, people are like, is that the only sweatshirt you own? No, I own 15 USC sweatshirts because I'm proud of it. You don't feel that same way about Georgia. You don't see people walking around 50 years late only in Athens. USC is global. Right, right. And it's, it's, um, I was actually talking to, I don't know if you remember Mike Morgan, but we came in in the same class and we was like, do you remember when we went to Stan's house and like we were talking to Stan and we we're like, he was like, yeah, come on down. Uh, for Labor Day, we'll go surfing, this and that. And we're like, okay, we just thought we were going to his house to surf. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, we thought we were going to his house to surf. Next thing you know, like, there's private chefs, a beach of his own. Everybody had their own room to sleep in. Like, there was no like sleeping on the floor. No, they, we woke I up. Rob, I saw Rob Lowe. I don't know if you remember Rob. Yeah, Lowe. Rob Lowe was there out there surfing. I was right. That's right. Rob Lowe was out there surfing, and we were just like, this is. This isn't what we expected. Like we wake up and there's a dude in there cooking breakfast for us. Like, yeah. And like, you know, but then also I will say, like, I've ran into very few that like just weren't like just humbling down to earth. You know, whatever the reason, I didn't run into too many like with the spoiled or I don't know where that circle was, but the ones that we interacted with, like they were just kind of humble. They thought we were the big deal. They, exactly. They thought we were the big deal. And 
that's why when they say like university spoiled children, like you have to walk the campus and everybody who transferred in there. And like, when you read these stories, they're like, this place is amazing. Like from professors all the way to just regular people, this place is amazing. Like, so the draw to SC, just the draw itself to SC takes care of itself. But now you're adding on like NIL money. You're adding on like this brand new facility that if we worked out in a basement, wasn't great. Like, and we produced Alfred paint the picture. We <laughs> made our own protein shake. I need y'all visualize. We had a blender that did not have a top. Maybe sometimes it had crusted milk, uh, muscle milk on it with Dixie cups. And we were serving each other up. Like we, right. You need a snack. You go make your protein shake in the blender. <laughs> like uh, I, I remember my sophomore year, they finally brought the cooler in. They brought the cooler in and had the the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, and muscle milk, and we thought that we was like, "What? We're moving up in the world, right?" You like, could only take like two, and that's what I want to touch on. Like Georgia, like not to be rude, but keeping it one hundred. Like your real estate is endless there, so you can do all this special spacecraft and have this incredible. You got a, they have their own um, airport, but to tell somebody bear that he's flying out of LAX from the same exit that ambassadors and presidents fly out, bro, you're not doing that in Athens. No. You're not doing. It. Mm-mm. Not at all. To tell like to be like, hey, you want to go to Malibu? Like at any at any point in time, you could be sitting next to the that's the heiress of Google, right? Like, <laughs> like yeah. so it's just like SC takes care of itself, and people really don't understand that, like how SC takes care of itself. Like Absolutely. I don't when you lose a recruit, most likely it came down to either a jersey number or like, well, I really play here. But the people who like well, I don't care if I play. Like, I just made friends with with the CEO of U.S. Bank, his son. Like, I have a job. Like, you're truly a Trojan for life. And, like, everybody's like, well, like, and I'm pretty sure you heard the saying, the mafia owns downtown. All USC alumni is a part of the mafia that owns downtown, right? Is that so, true? I just thought they owned that Chinese place we used to go to. No, they own all the, supposedly all, all the downtown. Like, okay. and just the experience is, like, you go to places and, like for you guys, it was Looker, right? You meet Looker. It's this mil- at that time, hundred millionaire, billionaire, old lady, sweetest lady in the world, and all she wanted to do was just watch track meets, right? Yeah. Same thing with us, like Galen, and you go to these places. They just want to be around the football team, and yeah. you get ex- I mean, you, your part of experiences that you can't you can't do anywhere else. And I can touch on like I I grew up in Ann Arbor. I I. Gosh, my high school was direct, like where they parked the cars, like how they park them for the Coliseum. That's the parking lot. So I grew up like with the big house and that whole experience. And it's just not the same feel. And I, so we're not just biased based off of this experience we had at USC. Like I've seen other places. I've seen 115,000 does not rock like 98,000 packed in L.A. Right. And you look way cooler with sunglasses on anyway. <laughs> well, and, and, and just to let you know, this is. And like they 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 shrunk it down to eighty four, because they put the they put the, the that grandstand. Well, 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 I will tell you this: the city still owns the Coliseum, yeah. and so then like the school did cut a deal, got American Airlines. They needed to renovate it. Like it was past due for a renovation, so the renovations were great. So it worked out. But oh, United, United, it's United, right? It, uh, United or American Airlines, one of those airlines. That's the best sponsorship. We might need that one. Yeah, <laughs> but. 
it still gets loud in there when it needs to. So oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I've been to I was at US, I was at Michigan, Ohio State when Michigan took down Ohio State, stormed the field. Frosty Rucker was like, please don't act like that's the first time you've ever been somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling was it just wasn't the same. So what USC can do and what can offer now, that's my intern, like there. Like this, how is he getting this draw? Like, is it just NIL or is he like, man, I love the camp? Like what? Because he hasn't been there yet, right? He has. He has taken a visit. He's oh, taken he already a visit. took a visit. He took a visit to USC. He's taken a visit to Oregon and Oregon. And so like the saying for us is like, if you want to, if you want a bunch of uniforms, like <laughs> that's fine. Like, but like the Nike stuff, we we have the Nike stuff. We're going to be a Nike school just as long as Oregon's a Nike school. Like, we'll always be a Nike school. Like, so you want all the Nike gear? You can get that SC. Like, but what do you want? What do you, do you want to be a celebrity? It's going to go back to this. Do you want to be a celebrity in Eugene, Oregon, or do you want to be a celebrity in LA? It's so a simple I'm, question. Yeah, if I'm track and field, track town, Eugene, I get it. You know, it's a bit of a tug, but. Um, I remember you guys used to be like in Hollywood, like legit celebrities. Because like insane. Like I said earlier, like I said earlier, like no matter like the Rams are there, and I understand they just want a Super the Bowl. The Detroit Rams. Oh, I <laughs> but at the end of the day, SC will always be LA's football team. Uh-huh. You got you got the other school across. You got the other school across town, but like they are in the snobby part of town, yeah, right? They, like. Where is their stadium even at? Like, it's, that might be bordering L.A. County. Like, what are you doing? Right. So, like, it's just like there's a real field. Like, it's a real field of home. Like, it, it'll it take care of itself. Like, when the announcement comes out, it'll be great. I love it. I'm happy we're going to get a, a solid D lineman. Solid. And there's no reason why. I mean, I see 11 game wins this year. I predicted last year. Actually, I said we should win 11. I don't see why not. Utah got us, but it is what it is. We had a terrible bowl game, but 11 games. We'll go through the season later this year, but Candace, I really appreciate you. Thank you for joining me. I'm happy you were able to do this. Yeah, I want, I'll put this on your mind. We're going back to our rankings, and where me and Ryan left off was running backs. So I'll okay. talk to Ryan. We'll get a poll out. The top 10 running backs all time at USC. All time. You got time to Google it. We'll we'll get back up with each other. Time to Google it. We'll reconvene. You got seven days. So all right. I top ten of all I got time. Seven days, and I got a little time zone action on you. So yeah, good. Yep. So I'll tell you this, and I told Ryan this: my all time running back is not who people think it is. A lot of people think it's one person, but it's not who people think it is. It, it's it's it, it's gonna call it's gonna cause an argument, but. I, I, I'm, I'm, you got me, my mind a little bit boggled right now. Mm-hmm. He's a Heisman winner, but I think he set the standard for running backs and he will always be legendary at SC. But so we'll find out next week. So it's just at SC. It's not like, you know, they can't. No, the top 10 running backs at SC. And there's plenty. There's 10. There's more than 10. And it's going to get hard. Girl, I can think of three. That was in the same starting lineup when I was there. Right. So, and so start digging deeper, right? It's like, it's when you start thinking about, think it, dig deeper and then start thinking about the, the wall, the All-American wall. Like there's people on the All-American wall. You got to think about the jerseys in the end zone. Like there's some people on there that when you start getting to the top five, you're going to be like, 
oh man, this is harder than you think. No, like, I just Googled a few and I got down to three and I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, I didn't think, oh, I forgot about him. Yep. Oh man. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Um, we'll make it work. Thank you guys for joining us. Candace, thank you for being on this. Absolutely. I think we're going to have a great partnership. Uh, I can't wait to get going. This has been the Bet Online Salute Detroit podcast. As always, live free, fight on. Right on. I need those athletic greens reparations. <laughs>